0: First Podcast. My name is Dr. Alka Patel. I am your host and I'm here discussing lifestyle medicine and making self-care as easy as one, two, three. One question, two research reviews and three actionable health tips in each Light Bite weekly episode, all centered around the Lifestyle First method, your blueprint for the 10 key routes of optimal health and happiness. And the theme in the Lifestyle First Method we'll be exploring today is tea time out. And it's so important to have time out in your day. A time when you can experience a different pace of life and do things that just make you feel good. We're all experiencing a form of time out at the moment with a change in our daily routine. So it's an opportune time amidst the chaos of the outer world of COVID to seek some inner calm. And one thing to think about zoning into during your timeout is your breathing. It really can bring in a calm. But breathing so automated, we don't usually tend to focus our conscious mind on it. Yet it's an inhale that brings you into this world and an exhale that takes you out. So all those breaths in between really do form the fabric of our life. So today, the one question we'll be exploring is, How does breathing, which is connected to your lungs, have anything to do with feelings, which are connected to your mind? To explore this, i reviewed two pieces of information, the book Just Breathe by Dan Brule and the research paper by Xiao and her team on the effect of diaphragmatic breathing on tension and stress. This was published in the journal Frontiers in Psychology. So, in this research, 40 health participants were randomly assigned to intensive deep breathing training or to a control group with normal breathing. Now, the deep breathing group, they learned how to practice diaphragmatic breathing. Diaphragmatic breathing is, in essence, deep breathing which involves expanding the abdomen when you breathe in and contracting the abdomen when you breathe out. And this, in turn, connects with the diaphragm, which is the dome-shaped respiratory muscle at the bottom of your ribcage. So when you breathe out, you flatten your diaphragm so that your lungs can expand fully into the space. And when you breathe out, your diaphragm relaxes back into a dome. And the result is deep, slow, full lung capacity breathing. So in the research, the deep breathing group, they practiced deep breathing for 15 minutes a day for two to three days a week over eight weeks and the breathing rate really did slow down with an average of four breaths a minute with deep breathing compared to 17 breaths a minute with normal breathing and there were more fascinating results. So firstly the breath aware group had much less negative thinking Secondly, they were much more able to maintain sustained attention to tasks. And thirdly, they had lower levels of cortisol. Cortisol is our stress hormone. So breathing connects with cortisol and cortisol connects with our emotional reset, our mental processing, memory, metabolism, immunity. And there's a cluster of tiny cells in the brain called the locus ceruleus, which have been found to exhibit this rhythmical behaviour. And the timing of that rhythm correlates with the timing of the breathing. So this tiny area in the brain acts as the breathing pacemaker and it connects with our stress hormones with wide branching areas throughout the brain. So you can think of this breathing pacemaker as one of the key ways in which breathing, which happens through our lungs, connects with emotions, which happen through the brain. Now, the effect of breathing on emotions and thoughts is so important. And breathwork is really helpful, even if you're feeling well and healthy. And it's also of huge benefit if you're dealing with anxiety or depression or difficulty sleeping and even after physical traumas such as cancers or strokes and even a single session of breath work can be so helpful in reducing stress and providing that emotional enhancement. It also reduces your blood pressure and improves your respiratory fitness And at this time of coronavirus, anything and everything that provides us with an extra line of defence has to be worth it. Deep breathing might also affect the immune system. So in one study, a group of 20 healthy adults were divided into two groups. One group was told to do two sets of 10-minute breathing exercises, whilst the other group were told to read anything of their choice for 20 minutes. They all had their saliva tested at various intervals and the group that did the breathing exercise, they had significantly lower levels of 3 cytokines which are associated with inflammation and stress. Cytokines are our messenger proteins which interact with our immune system and there have been many reports of the involvement of cytokines and coronavirus, so another reason to breathe deeply to enhance your line of defence. And in his book, Just Breathe, which really is a worthy read, Dan Brule shows how you can transform your emotional experiences with conscious breathing just by bringing alive the simple act of breath. So, now we understand the connection between breathing and emotions, let's think about simple ways to make breath work part of your daily living. You may have come across many breathing techniques before. In fact, when I Googled breathing techniques, I came up with 142 million results. The key is to slow your breath down, to alert the breathing pacemaker, to stimulate the relaxation response. A response I referred to in my earlier podcast in series one, it was episode seven. And to do this, aim for deep, relaxed, diaphragmatic breathing, which is defined as six or less breaths a minute. So let's now narrow down that 142 million Google search results down to three simple techniques you can start straight away. So here are your three health hacks, your three activating actions, your lifestyle first prescription. And you know this is the favourite part of my podcast because it really takes us from theory to practice. And it's great to be able to give you tools for thought and tips for action that can make a significant difference to your health. So number one, diaphragmatic breathing. If you've never thought about how you breathe, then this really is a good starting place for learning how to breathe deeply, to expand your lungs fully and to activate your relaxation centre. So lie on your back with your head on a comfortable pillow. Place one hand just below your ribcage and the other on the top of your chest. As you breathe in, feel your stomach slowly rise up against your lower hand and as you breathe out, feel your stomach slowly move away from your lower hand and keep your upper hand still. That's diaphragmatic breathing. Number two, coherent breathing. In coherent breathing, you breathe in at the same rate you breathe out. So counting in for six and exhaling for six gives you five breaths a minute. Now you might find this easier to slowly build up, maybe start with inhaling and exhaling to a count of three. So sit comfortably, close your mouth, breathe in for three and out for three, or breathe in for six and out for six. Try that just for one minute, that's five deep breaths, which you can use in any immediately stressful situation or any time when you're in quick need of a quick emotional reset. And then try building that up to five minutes or 15 minutes try doing it just before you go to bed to get you into a relaxed state and if you get to do this every day it's often called the 365 method that makes sense and number three me and us breathing this is my own simple deep breathing technique which i created because it not only incorporates the techniques of deep diaphragmatic breathing, but also helps me feel more connected to myself and to the world. So, lie down, stand, sit, any comfortable position, close your eyes or keep them open, whatever feels right, and close your mouth so you breathe in and out through your nose. Breathing through your nose helps your breath to be deeper and remember your nose is also the beginning of your respiratory tract. Now. As you breathe in, say the word me in your head for as long as you can. And as you breathe out, say the word us for as long as you can and repeat. And you'll find that the us on the exhale is naturally a little longer than the me on the inhale. And it's on the exhale that the vagal nerve and the relaxation response is most stimulated. So elongating exhalation can be really helpful. And that concludes this week's episode, Making Self-Care As Easy As 1, 2, 3, with the backing of information and evidence from the field of lifestyle medicine. I really hope this has inspired you to take action. So please don't forget to subscribe and share because the more you share, the more you too are instrumental in spreading messages of health that matter. And of course, please do leave me comments, ratings, and a review so that I can continue to provide you with credible, motivating, thought stimulating, and practical information that lets you shape your health and be the author of your own health story. You can connect with me on all the usual social media channels at DrAlkaPatelUK and use the hashtag, hashtag theLifestyleFirstPodcast or hashtag TLFP so that I can easily connect with you. And if you want to know more and access show notes and free resources, then just head on over to my website, www.dralkapatel.com. I look forward to welcoming you back next week.